Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Welcome to Savvy Business Life Unscripted with your host Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Paul Dylan. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I am so grateful to have you here this wonderful evening. How are you? Very good, and thank you so much, Christina, for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I am. We're so blessed to have you here today. You're going to be sharing uh, something that is quite important to running a successful business, and that is leadership. Uh, we're going to talk about mission-driven leadership, how the military has inspired leadership in your life, um, leadership results in your life, and how your tenants that you've learned uh, you can share with the audience and they can take it into their business and life and also be successful. But before we go there, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your background with our audience. Sure. Um, I got commissioned as an Army Reserve officer when I graduated from college as an ROTC person and um, got a delay to go to graduate school. And uh, after I finished graduate school, uh, went into active duty in um, in uh, uh, May uh, May of 1969. Um, I spent my first year down at the, the Army Aviation Center and school at Fort Rucker, Alabama, where I taught a course on methods of instruction, essentially teaching instructor pilots how to teach pilots how to fly. Hmm. And then. Um, uh, the second year, and the obligation back then for reserve officers was two years of active duty and six years in the reserves. So the second year, I knew uh, where newly minted first lieutenants were were going. Uh, it was 12 months as a second lieutenant, and then if you everything worked out, you're, you got promoted to first lieutenant. So I knew where uh, first lieutenants were going. Uh, because the Vietnam War was raging, you know, and it wasn't going to be Germany. So mm -hmm. I went through the air traffic control school down at Fort Rucker, got certified as an air traffic controller, uh, same certification FAA air traffic controllers get, and uh, wound up in Vietnam uh, managing and running all the Army air traffic control mm -hmm. uh, throughout the country. And um, 
managed to pick up, unfortunately, two bronze star medals while I was there mm-hmm. um, that I got from um, uh, riding around in helicopters. That's how you mm-hmm. got from places to place to place. So um, left this active duty in April of 1971 and spent six years in the individual ready reserves. So mm-hmm. uh, that was my military career. And it was a um, baptism of fire and for the wow. year in Vietnam, I can tell you. you yeah, know? I bet. And uh, that the fact that you taught instructors and then went on to work in air traffic control, air traffic control is not an easy job just ordinarily, but then being, you know, um, controlling the aircraft in, in a zone of war has got to be totally chaos. It's not the same thing as, as civilian it's, air flight. It's not the same thing. And you're operating in a different country. Mm-hmm. So you had to have their permission about mm-hmm. um, whatever you did. And um, and the people I taught at Fort Rucker were not aircraft controllers. They were going on to be instructor pilots. They mm-hmm. This was to give them a methods of instruction, how to teach pilots yeah. how to fly, mainly helicopters. Yeah. So, very now, interesting work. Yeah, it does. And see, my my um, husband's actually a certified flight instructor. Um, he's a pilot, commercial pilot. Uh, he does it for fun. He doesn't fly for any of the big majors. But, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into um, learning to fly, but also there's a lot of um, skills you learn as far as leadership. What did you take away from all of your experiences, both uh, training pilots to teach and then also you being a certified um, air traffic controller? What are some of the biggest takeaways you learned leadership wise? I think um, there are some um, unique traits in the military that um, really do translate into a leadership skills for a business career or any other organization. It can be a nonprofit organization. Any organization um, can learn from the leadership traits that you uh, do learn as a uh, either a commission officer or a senior non-commissioned officer mm-hmm. in any of the branches in the armed forces of the United States because they're all teaching the same type of leadership skills. Mm -hmm. And one of them, I think, and the primary one is um, uh, really dedicated and committed um, to accomplishing the mission of the organization. Mm -hmm. Your whole uh, focus needs to be on accomplishing the mission, but there's a broader context in accomplishing the mission while you're taking care of the people under your command. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to do both. And I can explain the later, the latter part as we go forth here. But um, uh, I think uh, an intense focus on accomplishing the mission um, is, uh, is a critical skill that any business organization can use. Mm-hmm. You know, focus, figure out what your mission is focus on doing it mm-hmm. and don't be distracted by other um, uh, ancillary things that might come along. Um, I think uh, uh, the way, one of the ways to do that is not only to um, formulate a strategy, mm-hmm. but in the armed forces, you're charged with executing it. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, 
uh, okay, I, I'm, uh, you know, the vision thing, the vision thing is very important. Uh, but people come along and say, well, you should do this and that and that, you know, but they're not charged with doing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that the military, um, uh, the armed forces, of the United States, uh, uh, forces you, charges you to not only come up with with the concept of uh, the vision, mm-hmm. but also doing it. And that's a big that's a big difference in many organizations, I think. Can uh, I get clarity? Um, I just want to check with you. So if you're leading a group of men or women and you're tasked with a, a mission and you have a vision, you have to outlay it for your people. Am I understanding correctly that you also have to be the one to put forth the means in which they can execute it? So that falls on you as the leader. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, while you're constructing what your strategy is, you better have the tools there uh, to equip your people to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so uh, that's a skill that the military teaches you that any business organization can uh, uh, can certainly uh, use. Uh, and while you're doing that, I think, um, you know, you might be faced with a very complicated situation. Mm-hmm. The military service forces you to think about that you know, you've got to understand, no matter how complex the situation is um, for your mission or your organization, you've got to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just as important, you've got to articulate that to the people who are actually accomplishing it in a very simple way so that they can understand it. And I think that's a skill that the military gives you another skill that the military service leadership of the military service gives you that any, any organization can, can use not only um, understanding a very complex situation, but interpreting it to the troops mm-hmm. in a way that they can understand it and yeah. go forth and accomplish it. I think it's a very important skill. Yeah, it, it's definitely very important. What I'm getting, I've worked with a number of uh, businesses as a consultant. And one thing I often see missing when I both talk to the upper management and then the uh, associates, the people beneath them, is this disconnectedness is the leadership or the top will not understand what the people below need or or. De- want or desire what tools are needed for them to do their job. And often you'll hear discongruency that the staff will feel like they're not given proper instruction or tools to go forth. How can a business owner listening in begin to hone on these skills and understand, does my team really have the necessary tools? How can I better connect with them to see what's needed and, and maybe my vision needs to be greater clarity. How do they begin to go about that? You talk with the people. Mm-hmm. You absolutely, and you know, you know what the resources you have, mm-hmm. uh, and you've got to ensure that they're the proper resources. There are enough there and they're the right resources. Yeah. So you, you know, you, you have to have a very personal relationship with the people 
who are charged with accomplishing it, mm-hmm. uh, accomplishing the mission. And that brings up another very important point mm-hmm. that I want to um, mention that uh, in the military service, you're working with everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, you understand that diversity, big word now today in business, diversity yeah. leads to victory. You've got you've got to take everybody from might be a college graduate to somebody who's just out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to weld them all their disparate interests and all their disparate backgrounds into a fighting force. So you have to take all these people from all different backgrounds and and weld them together in a way that they will uh, understand the mission mm-hmm. and go ahead and accomplish it for you. So the military is a great uh, leadership uh, as a commission officer, not a senior non-commissioned officer, is some of the best diversity leadership training you can have. Yeah, and any business today can benefit from that. Yeah, I, um, I love that you say that because uh, I think people confuse diversity with uh, you know different orientations of sexuality or skin tone, but diversity of thought is often not looked at. And and you know, someone coming out from high school fresh into the job market is going to have a very unique understanding of the world as opposed to maybe a a Gen Xer or baby boomer, but nonetheless important. It could totally add to the value of your department and your company and your mission to listen to all sides and get all angles. That's right. And um, and we can go further in this in that um, uh, leadership in the military, any of the armed forces, forces you to be not only knowledgeable, but an insatiable learner. Mm-hmm. You have to learn from everything you've done, particularly your mistakes. And it's very common in the armed forces uh, to have an after action report. Mm-hmm. What did we do that was right? What did we do that was wrong? What can be improved? And I actually use this many times in my consulting career, where uh, when we would do a report, mm-hmm. I would sit down with the staff. Many times I would have the staff sign the report with me to the client. And around the table, then we would discuss, okay, what did we learn from this? Mm-hmm. And um, so each assignment was a learning was a learning mm-hmm. uh, assignment. I think people um, are, uh, don't do that enough. They don't mm-hmm. contemplate. They don't go back and contemplate enough about uh, what they've learned from what they've done mm-hmm. or should have done when they didn't do it. Yeah. And um, so, leadership in the military really teaches you to be and it's a not only knowledgeable. Um, uh, but an insatiable learner. I love that. And I, I think that benefits anyone, no matter what you're doing, whether you're a business owner or not. Um, and I like the fact that if 
you are having issues, if if anyone in your organization, you sit down, I often find that um, staff will tell me, oh, well, they're just pointing out my mistakes. But how about we don't look at it as mistakes, uh, but things that you can improve upon? That's right. Right. No one's perfect. Uh, Nobody's including perfect. The you know, right. And, you know, and, and, you know, if you learn from one assignment and mm-hmm. apply those, uh, 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 the things that you've learned to, mm-hmm. you know, additional work uh, going forward. So um, uh, go back and examine what you've done. Take the mm-hmm. time to do that and then learn from it. I think another, there's another very interesting point um, uh, that the uh, military service teaches you um, uh, that any business can learn from uh, or any organization can learn from, and that's to embrace change and transformation. People think that the military is all about following orders. Yeah, that's important. You've got to follow orders, lawful orders. You follow them. But I got to tell you something, Lieutenant Dillon. If your battle plan isn't working, you better figure out something that does (laughs) right now. Yeah. This isn't a matter of corporate profits. Mm -hmm. Lives are at stake. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be able to pivot Mm -hmm. on a moment's notice from plans that aren't working to plans that do. And I think that's a very important skill, particularly today in business or in any organization that uh, that the military teaches that you can really use. I mean, you know, uh, don't get wedded to what isn't working. Yeah. You know, be able to uh, embrace the change that's necessary and the transformation uh, that is uh, necessary. Um, that, that's a great point, Paul, because especially with if COVID's taught us anything the past couple of years, business has been changed upside down. And to stay on the same course when things change around you, uh, you could be left behind and out of business in no time. As well as now we see with AI, things are starting to change. Oh. People, people are like, what's going to happen with jobs? And, <laughs> but this could be an opportunity for business as well. If you if you look for, right. right, this is this right. is scary, but where's the opportunity right. in this? Right. And there's yeah. one final big point yeah. uh, that I want to uh, bring up. Um, duty before self and taking care of your people. Servant leadership has become a buzzword in business now. You know, if you take care of your if your employees and your customers or clients, profit will come, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, uh, amazing, amazing yeah. business, you know, just embracing this. Mm-hmm. My God, the Army's been teaching servant leadership for over 230 or 40 years. If you don't t- take, Cynthia, if you don't take care of your troops, they're not going to follow you. They're not. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to sacrifice themselves for your silver star or your legion of merit. They're not going to do it. Yeah. So you've got to, going back to actually the first point I made, you've got to not only accomplish the mission, 
but take care of your people while you're doing it. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, servant leadership, mm-hmm. duty before self, putting putting yourself last. Yeah. yeah you're the but- last one through the child line. You're the last one to change into a dry pair of socks. Mm-hmm. You're the last one. You walk the perimeter of that camp to make sure everybody's safe. That's a, that type of leadership skill any business or organization can use. Mm-hmm. So I think what I've tried to point out here is that people who have served as, particularly in the military in general, you can be a squad leader even, you know, but mm-hmm. particularly for commissioned officers or senior non-commissioned officers at any level, people focus on the general generals and admirals. But even the lieutenants and, you know, senior sergeants have gained these leadership skills that any business organization can use. So go ahead and use them. If you want want to make a good bet, hire a vet. Ah, I love that. (laughs) You, You know what, Paul, this brings to mind for me, one of the best bosses I've ever had. I've mentioned him on the show before. But one thing that happened, I was working for his company when 9-11 happened. And actually, we turned on the TV shortly after it happened. We weren't too far from the towers. I lived in New York, but we were all stunned looking at the TV, seeing what was happening. And he went to every single person on the floor and said, how are you? Are you okay? Are you? How are you going to get home? Do you need anything? How are you feeling right now? And uh, he did that. He stayed actually the entire weekend um, for people because trains shut down. It was crazy. You know, it was chaotic. But he made sure everyone got home before he went home. And he's exemplifying exactly what you're talking about. And something often missing from many businesses, but anyone can aspire and learn to be a person of servitude and giving. Right. And, yeah. you, and you remembered that. Yeah. Was, I'll never forget which it. Tell, which tells you how important that was. Very much so. Yeah. You know what, Paul, I, I thank you so much for the blessing, for serving our country and for coming today to share this great wisdom with for uh, with our audience. I'm hoping it will incite them to do as you mentioned, which is to always go deeper and keep learning, be curious and see how the, you can better yourself as a person and a business owner. And uh, thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. But before we go, let everyone know where they can find out more about you. And uh, uh, you yeah. can uh, go to my website, which is Dylan Consult, D-I-L-L-O-N-C-O-N-S-U-L-T.com. You can email me at paul at Dylan Consult, D-I-L-L-O-N-C-O-N, sult.com or go to my LinkedIn profile. I will note that all in your show page as well. And the lower third, if you're watching the video, everyone, and thank you again, Paul Dillon, for coming to share your great wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be with you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.